Hi there and welcome to Global Heart Church. Uh, I'm Jared Keane, the senior pastor, and wherever you are tuning in from around the world today, really, really hope and pray that in our planning of this message that it's going to really inspire you for the great journey that you are on and uh, for the great calling that you have in your own life. So enjoy the message and really pray that it's a blessing to you today. Look, let me just uh, encourage you, everybody, and the few minutes I've got, we've just seen people, you know, putting their faith in Christ. But the Bible actually teaches us too that Jesus has called us to follow Him by faith. And uh, faith is a supernatural thing. In Hebrews 11.1, 1, it's a powerful uh, verse and one of my favourite verses in the Bible. It says this, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Let me say that again. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. But I was letting us know that faith, which faith is really... You know, it's acting upon what you believe. That's faith. What you believe God has called you to do, you now act upon that. It's putting your faith, your trust and your hope in Jesus, but you're acting upon what the Bible is teaching you to do, how to live your life. And then you uh, start acting upon what we call rhema words, where God will give you a specific word to uh, encourage you in your Christian walk. Hey, uh, I'm with you as you go for that job. I'm with you as you go to study. I'm with you in your family. I'm with you in your crisis. I'm with you in your challenge. God will inspire us and say, hey, I'm with you. Keep walking, keep making that decision when circumstances give you reasons not to believe. And the Bible says, now faith is a substance. It's a, it's a substance. It's actually, it's a supernatural thing. And uh, it gets on the inside of you. And I discovered that as well. I wasn't coming up with it, but suddenly I had like a boldness and a confidence and a, a, a knowing, and this is what faith is like too, is you know something that other people don't know. And for those who aren't yet believers, I know a whole lot of stuff you don't know. Because by following Jesus four decades ago, when I didn't know, then God took me on a journey of His supernatural spiritual university based on His Word, absolutely. And through that, then God has taught me a lot over the years. So faith is also like a muscle. So when you begin to trust in God and apply His Word, it's like a muscle. The more you operate faith, the more your faith muscle grows. And you start out doing small things and following God and then suddenly you start doing larger things and your faith muscle is growing and things that other people go, oh my gosh, I could never do that. I could never believe for that. Suddenly you're like, I think we could do that. I think I could. And so where I had a lot of fear as a child and fear in my family, suddenly I was like stepping up and doing things. I don't know if you guys heard the story. God told me to go for an interview for a job where you had to have a degree. And I was like 22 years old and didn't have the degree. Everybody who was going for the job at Westmead Hospital in Sydney in management was in their 30s. And I just saw this ad and felt I need to go for that. I felt this confidence to go for this job. And so I ended up going for the interview. They didn't find anybody, so they kept re-advertising it. And, uh, and they advertised it uh, four times and they didn't find anybody. And I kept turning up. And so they had uh, two of the head nurses, two head doctors, uh, two of the management people there. And then well, I'd walk into the room and when I'd walk in, they'd be like, you know, by the fourth interview, they were like, oh, hi. <laughs> you're back again type thing. And they were like, um, Jared, look, um, you know, you're very young and you have not got a degree. Have you noticed that in the application? I said, yeah, I did notice it. And they were like, well, uh, why, why are you here? And I said, because I believe I can do this. 
And they were like, I remember the six of them used to just all like look at each other and look at me. And my friends said to me, oh my gosh, shame. Why are you doing that? They're like, do you feel no shame? Do you have no shame? And I said, you know, I really feel that I should be doing it. So I prayed about it and uh, I was in the Word of God and felt like God's Word really encouraged me to go for it. And they said, what time is this? How many interviews now? I said, four. And they went, did they find anybody? I said, they still haven't found anybody. They went, oh my gosh, you're not doing it again, are you? And I went, yeah, I'm gonna. So for the, this is literally true. The fifth time they put it out, advertised it again. I remember coming in the door for the interview and I saw the six of them go, oh my gosh. <laughs> like the six of them. And they, and they were like, hi guys. And then the guy goes, the head, the head doctor guy goes, wow, Jared, we're becoming like uh, almost family now, really, are we? <laughs> And I said, yeah, I'm feeling that way. Anyway, so anyway, they just went through it. were very polite with me, but I could just see them all like just, just smiling and just couldn't believe it, right? Well, I went home and the next day they rang me and they said, can you come in? When I came in after 15 of you and they said, we just can't believe that you went through that experience. And the fact that we tried to put you off every time that you just continued on. So they said, look, we're gonna give you the opportunity. And they said, we'll see how you go. And if you are the right one within 12 months, we'll uh, start you on the degree course and they were gonna pay for it. And, uh, and so I said, uh, I'll take, I accept the job. <laughs> so anyway, I was the best well-paid 23-year-old, I think in uh, Western Sydney at that stage. And then God told me, go to Bible college which was crazy. And then I had three pastors come and tell me, hey, we believe you meant to go to the Bible college next year. And I knew, but I didn't want to know because that meant I was losing my wage and my salary. And Sue and I just bought a house because the uh, house prices were cheap in Sydney in those days. The interest rate though was 17%, which was an awesome joy. Uh, but uh, Sue and I stepped out and I went to Bible college by faith. Everybody, you access the supernatural life of God by faith after you become a Christian. And by the way, faith is a common denominator. It's not for the more intellectual, the less intellectual. It's, God's made it that we can all access Him by faith and access this supernatural walk by faith. But the best thing you can do is get around people who've walked that way for a long time. Because many of you don't realise that Sue and I are both from broken families, non-Christian families, not having faith, a lot of poverty. Then Sue and I had to believe God to start a church in London. And we had to believe God to start our church here when being sent out uh, by, you know, pastoral elderships, pastoral ministry teams to plant churches, we were sent out to do it. But soon I had to go, let's hold hands again, commit ourselves to God and go by faith. And every time we've gone by faith, doing what God's asked us to do, not what we wanna do. Can I encourage you, don't come up with your dream, get His dream. Come on, let me encourage you again. Don't come up with your dream. Work on your dream. No, 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 your dream can, I've had my dream. It involved a lot of flesh and a lot of me. Uh, But I want, and I've discovered long ago, you need to get God's dream. And when you are in God's will, He'll pay the bill. (laughs) When you're in God's will, He'll pay the bill. But regardless of how intellectual you are or non Unintellectual, I should say, unintellectual, your access, uh, your access to faith is the same. We can all operate in it. Some really smart people are exceptionally frustrated because they think because of their intellect, God should just rock up and do things for them. And uh, they're frustrated. They're like, why is God not doing this? It's because you still have to operate by faith and faith is childlike. 
It's like trusting God when life gives you no reason to trust. It's trusting God when the circumstances are coming against you and you're like, oh my gosh, everything's going wrong. How could this be? And by the way, when I went to Bible college, we had just bought that house because I was on that grey wage. And then now I'm in Bible college and soon I got down to, I think, a dollar and two slices of bread. And I said to Sue, wow, well, this is a great opportunity for a miracle. And, uh, and then I got a bit negative and Sue said to me, listen, just go off and pray and ask God to move. And when, this is literally true. When we came home that day, somebody had come put money in our letterbox who knew nothing. And I said to God the whole year in Bible college, why did you let me buy this stupid house? I could have just come to Bible college and just done that and I wouldn't have had this worry at all. And at the end of the year in Sydney, that house completely doubled in price. And I went, Lord, wow, you're very clever. (laughs) If you'd like me to buy any other houses, you'd like me to do anything else, uh, I shall be your faithful servant from here on in, you know. So God knew exactly what, was right. He's like, buy it now. You'll get through. Trust me, you'll make it through. And then at the end of the year, the house price completely doubled. And so, so Sue was like singing a different chorus now, aren't you? You know, and I was like, oh yes, um, I've always been a faith one. <laughs> you know, the Bible says it's not by might, it's not by power. It's by the Spirit, says the Lord. Sometimes we try to do things, and I want to encourage your Christians, if you're trying to do things all by your strength, you know, you need to access God. Because there's a whole lot of stuff that God makes easier when you are accessing Him and going by faith, doing what He asks you to do. And I've discovered faith is like this. Sometimes you're like, oh gosh, Lord, I'm overwhelmed. It's all so much. And then God goes, just access me by faith for the next hour. Sometimes, sometimes I just live, Sue and I would pray and say, Lord, help us. We don't know what to do. And then uh, God would say, in the next hour, do this. And then, Lord, what are you doing in the next hour? He goes, wait, let's get to the next hour and ask me then. Sometimes we live it a day at a time, a week at a time, a month at a time. Sometimes you're just saying, Lord, what should we do? And God would say, do that. Do this. Go to them. Speak to them. Go for the interview five times, you know. Um, and we had to choose to uh, live by faith and put our trust in God's Word because it's the higher influence than the influence of the circumstances that we were facing. And Sue and I have had many circumstances that we're like, I do not know how we're getting through this. But what we did is we realised that substance gets on the inside, that uh, the, the substance of faith. And then literally, the Bible says it's like this evidence that you know, hang on, it's so strong in me that this is gonna to come to pass. This is gonna to come to pass. And I told the last service, and you can hear it again, Sue and I were told many times by doctors we wouldn't have children. Sue miscarried multiple times. Then she had an ectopic pregnancy, which was misdiagnosed by a couple of doctors, one specific one. And, uh, and Sue ended up in a life-threatening emergency where she was pregnant long after they had told us that she'd miscarried um, what, you know, they thought was a normal pregnancy, but she didn't. She was pregnant in her fallopian tube. So Sue ended up having emergency surgery. They told me, you need to know that your, life may, your wife may lose her life. So they took me from naught to, you know, a hundred like that. And, uh, and it was our first year of ministry. First year of being pastors. So the enemy is like there with me. See, ha ha, here you guys, Christians, and now you're pastors. And your parents, uh, you know, your, Sue had her dad walk out on her. My dad was abusive alcoholic. And then he's like, and here's God, look at him. What's he doing to you? And Sue and I had to take each other by the hand and go, God, help us now not to get bitter. Help us to get better. 
And uh, the doctors after that surgery, Sue survived, but she uh, then lost uh, part of her reproductive system. And then they were like so negative to us about children. And then Sue and I just prayed and we, and Sue said to me, listen, and she was second in charge in our children's ministry. And she said, I'm gonna love children. We're gonna love children one way or another, whether we have them or not. And not, and not everybody gets this, their, this prayer answered, but Sue and I surrendered to God and said, Lord, um, Father, we're gonna serve You, help us to love You, help us not to get bitter. And I knew the enemy was trying to get me to get bitter and angry and start blaming. And, uh, and, I, and I was living off Sue's faith at that time. And Sue said, I'm gonna love children one way or the other. Anyway, and we prayed that prayer together. And then down the track, incredibly, Sue got pregnant. And, uh, and we had Sean, who's in Melbourne. And then uh, Nathan, who was playing bass here today, when he was born, our second son, after such negativity, um, I will never forget that Sue and I were just in shock. I was in shock we had two children because it had been so negative. And then I just turned, walked over and turned the radio on in the birthing suite in Blacktown Hospital in Sydney, for those who know Blacktown. Turned on the radio and when I turned it on, it just happened to be on a Christian channel. I didn't know that. I just turned it on. Listen to the song, everybody. Here's the enemy trying to get me to get bitter, get angry with God. And I'm feeling like we're never gonna have children and the doctors are all negative. And I turn on the radio, our second son's just been born. And I knew the chords of the song. I'm like, I know that song. And the song starts playing and then the singer starts singing, in his time, he makes all things beautiful. In his time, he makes all things beautiful. Anyway, I remember turning to Sue and going, ah! and then Sue turned to me, ah! we're both crying, crying. And then just then, you know, when the nurses just come in the door so gently, she didn't, she just pushed the door and came straight in and she saw Sue and I and went, <laughs> like that out the door as we both were like being wrecked by God that in His time He makes all things beautiful. Since those days, Sue and I have prayed for so many couples and I would say now there's probably 20 couples that we know we prayed for because we had to surrender to God and that and trust God by faith who've now had children who we prayed for and they've now had babies. Luke's going, yeah, that's right. It's been about 20 couples now. So in our surrender to God, God's now anointed and a lot of people have had children. Everybody surrender to God. Go by faith. Come on, go by faith. Maybe for the first time. And uh, Jordan's gonna come in a minute and give you an opportunity to receive Jesus Christ by faith. Can I encourage you? You have everything to gain and nothing to lose by putting your faith in Jesus Christ, who ministered, by the way, for only three years. And today, two to three billion people acknowledge Him. Mozart acknowledged Him. Handel acknowledged Him. Bach acknowledged Him. Some of the greatest music is ever written to His glory. Greatest paintings, Michelangelo, to His glory. And then Western civilization which we are a part of, right? Look at that, Google it. The foundation of Western civilization is not just made up stuff. The foundation is Christianity. And if you have a look into the history, it actually says that Western civilization is an overflow of Christian culture. Without Jesus, you would not be living in a free country today. You could have any despotic leader here. We could all be under a dictator and that could be how it is. But the freedoms we have are based not on an intellect, not on that person. It's based on one person, Jesus Christ, His teachings and His Word. Can somebody say Amen? Amen. So sometimes the less degrees you have, the more easy you can access faith because our, our thinking can get in the way. Here's what happens for the intellectual people. It scares you when it doesn't make sense to you. 
It scares you when it doesn't make sense to you. Did you know that the Bible, God says, my ways are higher than yours. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. So your best thought is God's worst thought. (laughs) Your highest thought intellectually is actually God's worst because His thoughts are higher. His ways are higher. And everything that we've done since following the Lord now for 42 years for me, gee, um, I've discovered God's ways are higher. He knows what He's doing. And as I follow Him, God has brought it about. We're uh, working to build our church in Zambia at the end of the year. That was a miracle, the land, 1.2 million that we end up buying for 300,000. In one of the best suburbs in Lusaka, all of that happened because God told me, go to Zambia, told our team, go to Zambia. Well, even Pastor Benjamin Lim, who is just here, so you guys know, he just sent us $10,000 for our church in Zambia. If you're in God's will... He'll pay the bill. Thank you so much for joining us online today. Really great to have you with us. And special thanks to those also who give online. Your generosity is making the way for others to hear the message of Jesus, both here in Australia and around the world. If you enjoyed today's message, I'd love to encourage you to share this message with a friend, a workmate, a family member. And let's believe together that it will powerfully impact their life for good. In Jesus' name. If you're unable to be with us at one of our church locations, uh, both here in Australia and around the world, please join us online every Sunday for Global Heart at Home on YouTube. God bless and have a great week.